it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. This episode is sponsored by the Living Room Hair Lounge, where beauty and comfort is our top priority. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. We have an awesome guest today, Denitra Gregory. Denitra Gregory is the owner of Unforgettable You and the founder of Brains Over Booty. She is also the creator of the Detroit Strolling Monologues and other empowerment movements. Gregory is known for fashion styling, makeup artistry, hair artistry, public speaking, and most recently, creative directing and writing. Her work has been published in international magazines. She's also provided makeup artistry for the jewelry designer of Marvel's Black Panther, the movie. And she also did some makeup on a set of Batman versus Superman. She's done several fashion styling segments for local news platforms. This former social worker is a Detroit-born and raised and has plans to expand her brand in the near future. Denitra is truly walking to the beat of her own drum. We had an awesome conversation, and she's setting her own standards for this industry. I hope you enjoy our interview together. Here it goes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. We have our awesome guest today, Denitra Gregory. Welcome, Denitra. Thank you. So, Denitra, tell us something about yourself that most people wouldn't know. So most people think that I am a super social person. <laughs> okay. And I am when I have to be, but when everything is all said and done, I'm like in a corner, ready to go home, hiding. Um, I'm shy. Most people don't know that. Really? Yes. I wouldn't think that. Yes. I, I mean, I don't meet a stranger, but I'm not this get in your face type of person. I'm just not the life of the party. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's interesting. You know why I think uh, people may not believe that about you is because your style. You know, you're so expressive with the way you dress, you know, your style, you, your fashion and everything. And I think maybe, maybe it's your fashion speaking to people. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe that's what, you know, what draws people to you. Like, your just sense of style and everything. And um, so, yeah, I wouldn't think that. But that's interesting. It is interesting. It could be. I mean, I've had this conversation before. And I think that I am a very confident person. So, people take confidence a lot of times to be, be outgoing. And that's two separate things. So, I think that people are maybe drawn to my confidence. Versus me being like this outgoing social person, so okay, I could see that. So there's your answer, I could see that. Okay, so you wear many hats, but I want to talk about. I know it's been some years now, but you left corporate America to pursue the career that you have now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Here, well, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about that. So I did social work for almost thirteen years. Um, which was all a part of my growth 
in my development and if I could do it all over again I would I would do the same thing wow. um, <clears throat> we all are taught to go to college get your degree get a good job and so that's the path that I thought that I should take well I've always loved helping people and my mom used to want to go into social work so she would talk about that and so I said why don't I go into social work um, and so that's what I did and those almost 13 years were I feel like um, very influential to my business development mm-hmm. um, I, I'm still in the helping business just in a different way so I actually started my business when I was doing social work and um, realized that I couldn't devote 100% of my time to my business while I was working because Anybody that's in social work knows. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a lot. Hours. Yeah, it takes a lot physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that. It's just it takes a toll on you, and not in a bad way. Just like you're just given so much. Um, so I finally decided, with in prayer and with the help of God's green light, to devote my time 100% to what I wanted to do. So I left my job. Um, I made a decision. It was a Sunday. That Monday, I went in and typed my resignation letter. So, wow, that was quick. It, like, was, it was real quick. <laughs> oh, wow. It was real quick. And if I, I like to tell people, like, if I was outside of my body, I was looking at myself like, girl, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but it was very seamless, not in a way to where everything was perfect, but seamless now that I'm looking back on everything it was absolutely the right time to to step away and to pursue um business okay so did you so i i worked in marketing and sales for a while in corporate america in corporate america i worked in um and out for google on our sales acquisition team for a while and then i also worked in tax and accounting now when i left uh corporate america uh i was I was working my job, but I actually had built my business up. And so my business was going so well that I was like, okay, I need to leave. But I was a little nervous when I first left because I was, I had, I had a certain schedule that I was used to working. So I was used to working nine to five. I went to my desk. I did my thing. I took my hour lunch. I had a routine. So when I um, started, you know, being a full-time entrepreneur, I no longer had this routine. So it was a little scary. And I, I actually got a slightly depressed, even though I was happy to be working in my business, I was a little nervous because I just didn't have all that control because, um, let's face it, and when you're working a job, you know, you have your set income coming in, you know, you know, every week or every two weeks, whenever they pay you, the money's going to be direct deposited. But now it's like, I'm out here, <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? Yeah. I'm doing my own yeah. business. So at first, it was a little scary to leave yeah. that that security, that job yeah. security that yeah. I had. So can you relate to that and tell us a little bit about your experience with that? Um, I left my job at a time when I was losing everything anyway. So I went through this, I would say maybe five years. After I walked away from my job, or right before I walked away from my job, I found out that I needed surgery and so i i never took a lot of time off so i had time in my sick bank vacation bank 
And so I took off for surgery and I was able to take probably a half a year off of work. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, so while I did my surgery, while I was out for my surgery, other things happened in my life, which that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I felt like I didn't have anything to lose, actually. I had just gone through a terrible breakup surgery breakup then I got into a car accident wow my car it was literally like one thing after the next so I was like okay so I wasn't afraid in the respect of what am I gonna do how am I gonna do it that wasn't there probably like a year later oh okay I got you. <laughs> reality kind of set in by that time it was no going back though mm-hmm. so <clears throat> I don't have the story to say you know I left and I was scared and this and this and this I wasn't because I my story is I didn't have anything else to lose so okay well I understand that so you 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 do like like I said before you wear many hats and you do multiple things within this industry. I mean, you, you're in the fashion, um, hairstyling, makeup artistry, nails too, right? Yeah. And, um, and all of these things, I know you do like fashion styling for people, yeah. wardrobe consulting yeah. and stuff like that. And you've done public speaking and that's just to name a few things. <laughs> so, so just kind of like, so how did you, how did you branch out and get into all these many things in the beauty industry? How did you do that? Um, here's the thing. So when I was a little girl, I always wanted to do all of those things. Um, and I think a year after I walked away from my job, I found a paper that I had written and I was a senior in high school and it said project your next five or 10 years. And so everything that I am doing was in this paper. Wow. Um, I'm like, I want to do this business. So I read back on it and I was like, interesting. So all of these interests have been with me since I was a little girl. What was your question again? Yeah. Oh, you're answering it. I was just asking, like, how did you, you know, get into all of those things? So you, 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 it's always been in you, is what you're saying. It's always been in me. I went to cosmetology school two, a year and a half before I walked away from my job. And it was there, seemingly, that all of my creativity opened up. Here I was, I come from, you know, social work, which is all about structure. And then I am going into a field that's all about creativity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that opened up a new world for me in terms of what I could do. And for most people going into that field, I think, and this is, I'm very passionate about talking about this too. Most people think, you know, I'm going to go for hairstyling. I'm going to work in a salon. I'm going to be at a chair for 20 years. Um, For me, coming as a newbie into the field and all of this creativity had opened up for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a hairstylist. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And I can. And I don't have to do it one way. And so I'm very passionate about telling or telling my story to people who think that it's one way of doing all of these things. So I was introduced to uh, a lot of things, makeup artistry, theater, um, 
you name it, from beauty school. Awesome. That's where it started. <laughs> so out of all of them, which one do you feel like you gravitate to the most? Um, I love them all. You love them all? I love them all. And here's the thing about me. I can't get stuck into doing one thing. I have to constantly do a different thing. So... Well, that's interesting. Well, you know, at least your your passions all kind of come together. But we were having this conversation before. We were saying, like, you know, you have. I think it's very important to have multiple streams. You should Absolutely. never put all of your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. And so we were kind of talking about, like, your multiple streams. I was saying, like, how everything is kind of in that fashion beauty industry, which is all, you know, in the same industry. And I was having a conversation with somebody else who said, you know, if you have your multiple streams, try to keep them in the same industry. And me and you kind of, once we got to talk, we both disagreed because we're thinking about, you know, different things yeah. that we could do outside of yeah. our industry. I feel like um, the things that you do well, do those things. And the things that you are curious or interested about, explore those things. Um, I, don't, I don't put a box on myself. And I also think that all things line up, you know. So if you're interested in real estate, if you're interested in being a mechanic, it all has to do with starting with something and making it into something else or improving it. It all connects to me. That's just how my mind works. And so I don't agree that you have to stick to things that are in the beauty industry or the fashion industry because it all lines up. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And I, I like that. I like the fact that you are a free spirit. Like, you do what you like to do. And and that's even that even shows within your fashion style. Like, you do what you feel. You, you're not... You're making your own trends. And I love that. Yeah. Because that's how I am, too. Um, I don't necessarily have to always watch what pe type of makeup yeah, and stuff people are right. wearing. I wear what I like to wear right. on myself, you and know, what looks good and on what you. looks good on me, right? right. <laughs> yeah, right. and so and what and, and I'm actually um just getting to a point. Like I was talking to someone who uh, who's in this industry as well, and I was like, I'm kind of over the drag queen makeup. Like there's a time and place for that, but everybody walking around like that. It's just that's not how I want my makeup to look. That's not my style of <laughs> right, makeup personally. Right. I if that's your style of makeup, that's okay, but that's not my style. So I'm really all about being true to who I am. Absolutely. And I had got I had strayed away from that, just trying to be trendy, trying to keep up what other people were doing, thinking I had to do things a certain way. And now I'm just like, I'm going to do what I like to do. I'm going to do the style of makeup I like to do. And maybe that won't be for everybody, but it'll be for somebody. Absolutely. Because my audience isn't everybody. We, right. You know, there's millions right. of people in this world. Yes. You know, yes. so I really started to really be comfortable with that because I know before I just felt like, okay, maybe I need to do this because this is what's trendy. This is what's in the industry right now. This is what's hot right now. But I wasn't being true to myself. And like I was saying, here's the thing. People are drawn to confidence, mm -hmm. you know, and people are drawn to people who go against the grain. And it's not to say that you're all this rebel or whatever. It's to say that you are living your journey. You know, you're living you. Right. And so I think people are um, drawn to genuine people. Um, and that's how you get your clients. 
Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. So you guys, thinking about how to get clients, you've had some awesome opportunities. Like I know um, some years back you worked on Batman versus Superman. Did you do makeup on that? I did makeup for that. Okay, so how did you get that opportunity? So the salon I was working in for hair okay. <laughs> knew that I also did makeup. And actually the owner of the salon, he was working in the hair department. And they needed a couple more people on makeup because they were filming here in Michigan for a couple days. Mm -hmm. And it was just as simple as that. It was as simple as someone knowing that I did makeup and um, and asking. It was that simple. Awesome. So did you (laughs) did you get a chance to do any celebrities for the movie? Actually, yes. Yes, I did. Local celebrities as well as a couple of people that were starring in the film. So Okay, awesome. And more more recently, which I thought was just phenomenal, you got to work with the jewelry designer of Black Panther, Marvel's Black Panther. So how did you get that opportunity? Tell us a little bit about that. Girl, so... (laughs) So again... Um, being on Instagram, being on Facebook, being on social media is not always bad. Um, someone contacted me that I had previously worked with. Um, she knew that I did all of these things. They already had everything else lined up. They just needed a makeup artist for her um, news segments. She shot me a, a DM. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and, and it's just simple as that again. So a lot of times... You know, when you love what you do, people know, you know, what you do. You don't have to raise your hand for stuff. Like, people will reach out to you. So, again, it was as simple as someone asking who knew what I did. Simple. And that experience really opened up my eyes, again, to um, to film, to um, to just greater possibility. I, I would actually like to explore more more work in film, so I'm working on that now. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was a great experience. It was, I always say that I want to go to Wakanda, even though it's not real. <laughs> I know, don't we all want to go to Wakanda? Yeah, you, can make, you can make Wakanda right where you are. But it was interesting talking with her and um, just vibing, and she was the closest thing to Wakanda. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> but she made those very unique pieces. She did. Wow, that very was so nice. Creative. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I actually didn't know who made it until I saw that you did that segment. You did the makeup for it. And uh, when I saw that, that was when I looked on her website and stuff. But I did like the, you know, the way they dressed and everything. Here's an interesting story that she told me, and hopefully it will help some of the listeners, too. She had started to um, make jewelry, and she was um, selling at fairs, like art fairs. And so, just so happened, the wardrobe designer for Black Panther happens to be there, and this was before Black Panther, um, and she met her, and she said, oh, I want, I, she commissioned her to make a couple of pieces. Well, little did she know that it was Ruth, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. and she made a couple pieces, and so this woman flew her out to her home for a jewelry party. I would say probably in the next couple months. Um, so before then, though, she had she almost gave up. She said that she didn't know which direction her career was going. She re- really wasn't doing well um, in her 
jewelry making. She laid on her kitchen floor crying. And then this happened. So to those who are listening, she didn't give up. She had her moment where she felt like she wanted to give up. She didn't. She met the right person at the right time. She, when I flew out, she got flewed out. <laughs> <laughs> flewed out. Uh-huh. And, um, and there it is. So just from a simple opportunity, being in the right place at the right time, talking to the right person, not being afraid, or she, I'm sure she was fearful, but she went past that fear and she got it done. Mm-hmm. So that's her story. She, awesome. she didn't start in movies, you know, so... That's her story, and it was really inspirational. That's an awesome story because I think a lot of times, you know, as entrepreneurs, we all go through that, and that's why I say you won't lose unless you quit. Absolutely. That's the only way you'll lose is if you quit. If you keep pushing and keep striving, keep staying out there, keep making moves. And I had to realize that I went through a period where I just was like, okay, I'm a little frustrated about things. But when I started to just pick up some momentum and just started doing things, that's when things started to move for me. And when I got still, things got still in my business, I was like, okay, I got to keep moving. I got to keep, you know, marketing. I got to keep staying out there. I got to, you know, just keep moving. As long as I'm moving, you know, things will naturally, I will track things and things will come to me. I think it's something about that movement and just staying out there. So she was doing the art shows and doing things and then she had that perfect opportunity came up. So I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything like new coming up? Like, are you, what are you working on right now? So I wouldn't necessarily say new. I'm working on my strolling monologues for either September or February. Um, we're looking at a location now for that. Um, I I won't share my theme just yet, but we're working on that. Uh, the future is female Detroit is a new name now. So we're gearing up for that conference in October. Actually, it's not, we're calling it the prelude. So we're taking a conference out of it and making it more fun. Uh, And then I turned 40 this year. So I may or may not be working on a book. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So we have that. Um, I actually am hoping to start a podcast of my own. So, just some, some things I'm working on. I'm newly married, so I'm balancing all of this. I'm learning from y'all to, <laughs> to balance, you know, my passion with my passion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. that's the first, you know. <laughs> yeah, you always, you always have to remember, home comes first. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I remember years ago, I was to share a story with you. I remember I was working in... I won't say the name of the company, but it was multi-level marketing and selling products. And the lady who was over me, you know, she really wanted me to push and drive and get sales and go to all these meetings and, you know, go to meet new people to recruit and do all these things. And I was just like, no, I can't do it that day because my daughter. No, I can't do it this day because of my husband. I was like, I can't. I I can do it some days, but I can't be available all those days Absolutely. that you want me to go out and do these things. I just don't have that availability. And she said this about me, and I didn't know whether to take it as an insult or or what. She was like, "You're very family oriented." <laughs> you know, that's how she said. It. The weird part about it was she had kids. 
husband. She had more kids than me. You know, she had like four <laughs> kids and she had a husband uh-huh. and she had a family, but she was out there doing all those things. I don't even know how she was doing all that with all that going on at home. And I'm like, well, that's just not me. Like, I'm not so passionate about this business that I'm going to put my family on a back burner Absolutely. because the one thing I like about, I could say about, uh, when I grew up, I, I, I never felt supported enough in my academics. Like, like in things like I like to sing. I was in a glee club. I did plays. And my mother didn't really. Cultivate she, Yeah. She okay. didn't come mm-hmm. often enough. Mm-hmm. She came to a couple. But it was just like, whatever, you're in another school play. So I, I felt like, you know, that wasn't important to her. And, you know, and it really, you know, took a toll on me. And I learned later that I really had some issues with it, honestly, you know, right. that uh, my mom didn't show up, that, like, nobody was there, that I knew there was for me in the audience. And so uh, my daughter, she's in a lot of things. I've never missed nothing. And the one thing I think I did miss, it was because, like, they had did, like, five things. And my right. husband went to the one that right. I just was like, okay, I'm not right. going to go to this one. But other than that, we're both, one of us is always there for yeah. her. And I've never missed anything important. And I try not to do that because I realize how it affected me, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. family is important and, um, and it's just important to, you know, to be with your family. And so I am Agreed. very family oriented. That's right. <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> and I still do, because, you know. Because that's your major support system. Mm-hmm. You know, you support them, they support you, but, like, that's the nucleus of who you are. Mm-hmm. And so when you go and try to be great out in this world and then come home and they like, girl, we already ate. We already, <laughs> we in a bed, you know. Right. So it's just, it's a, um, it's a challenge to balance it all, but it's important. It is very And I feel important. like it's important to me. And so if people have been watching me, probably have noticed that I I wouldn't say slowed down. I've just directed my attention in what is important to me. Yeah, and it's important to do that. You should. Yeah, so creating boundaries. I learned that in the last year, saying no to what is not equally beneficial to mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah, so don't be trying to be out here being great, and then you go go home <laughs> yeah and you're not so you, great not great at that's home not, but that's yeah not that's hot. not yeah <laughs> at all yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely and I, I love that but isn't that I think what's great about it is is that bec- you can set your as an entrepreneur you set your own schedule and you have to schedule sometimes you may have to schedule in date night you need to mm-hmm. schedule in that's just as important as anything else mm-hmm. schedule in me time like if you need to go to the spa or you need to go you know, take a walk or to the gym or take care of yourself. Take time to take care of your, you know, schedule time to take care of yourself. All of that is just as important as a scheduled client meeting, as working on, you know, things for your clients. All of that's important. And I'm really, you know, I live by my calendar. I can't, if I don't have my calendar, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I have to have my calendar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I have to live by my calendar. So, so that's awesome. So I, I, I will say I know you're going to do some of these great things you talked about. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the podcast, the book, and all of that. <laughs> and so I'm see you at some of those awesome events that you're taking part in and everything. But um, so that so that is great. Tell us uh, some. I want some fashion advice before I let you go off this interview today. Two pieces of advice. Two pieces First of advice. Piece of advice is stay true to who you are. 
Um, and the second piece of advice is be creative, whatever that means to you. Uh, when I work with clients with wardrobe, um, a lot of them think that I am going to try and morph them into <laughs> into me. Oh, and, really? And, <laughs> and it's, not, it's not that at all. It's about me getting to know my clients, my client's style, personality, lifestyle, like all of that plays a part in it. I don't have, as an image consultant, any rules besides, you know, being appropriate. Mm. But I don't, I don't have, I don't give advice in terms of what should I wear, how should I wear it, what co- I do have a psychology about color and things like that. Um, but surface level, I don't give advice on like what's the next big thing. I don't. That's not my lane. I just tell people, be you, be confident in whatever that is, and be creative. Have fun with it. This episode is sponsored by The Living Room Hair Lounge, where beauty and comfort is our top priority. The Living Room Hair Lounge specializes in color, trendy, precise haircuts, hair extensions, services, and natural texture styling. Centrally located in the heart of downtown Ferndale at 22747 Woodward Avenue, Suite 204. Check out our work and follow us on Instagram at the Living Room Hair Lounge and on Facebook at the Living Room Hair Lounge. Book one of our talented stylists at www.vagaro.com forward slash the Living Room Hair Lounge or by calling 248-268-1632. We hope to see you soon at the Living Room Hair Lounge where your beauty and comfort is our top priority. So do you keep up on the trends though? Like, are you into that or? I do. So what's really big now um, is the neon trend. I it is. I've been seeing <laughs> a lot of, and I'm a little. You know, I've never been a neon girl, but I saw. You know, I've been seeing like this neon. I saw this lady with a neon pink dress. The other just yesterday, it was really pretty, but I was like, whoa, I don't know. About wear all that pink like that, you know? Yeah, I, I love it, but I like it in segments. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not getting ready to be neon out nails. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of neon nails, yeah. a lot of neon lipstick. Yeah. The, the yeah. neon green is back, neon yeah. yellow. I've been I seeing love, it. I I've love been seeing it. it a lot. I just think that um, you should keep it simple and maybe accentuate one area like a top or a bottom that's just my opinion you I go feel out you. and be great though <laughs> <laughs> I feel you yeah, but the especially if you're not used to it like maybe yeah, yeah like yeah. a top instead of like I don't know that dress was nice on her but I couldn't say I would necessarily do all that absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. right so yeah so, well, so what about uh, would you do the neon lipstick you got a bright color on today I like I like what compliments me. Yeah. So I, I love it. If it looks great on you, great. Um, another trend that I really, really, really love, and I hope it stays around, is snake skin. Snake skin print. Mm. I think, again, head to toe could, for <laughs> me, could be a bit much, but like making it a segment of your outfit, I think is very chic, very sexy. I'm off. I'm here for it. Yeah, okay, I like that. Now, you know, hey, I've never really been into snake skin, but maybe I need to, like, kind of... Incorporate. Incorporate. Maybe shoes, maybe yeah, an item or something. Yeah. yeah, that would, like, accessory or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can definitely try different things because I tend to get stuck into my saying. We, we, we <laughs> like what we like, right? Mm-hmm. But you, that's just like, I was looking in my closet and I was like, finally we could pull out the summer stuff, right? Yeah. So I was actually pulling like the sundresses to the front of the closet because we had like a shelving system. So I was pulling all the sundresses to the front, putting the winter dresses to the back. And I was noticing that I have, because I, I do wear a lot of black from doing makeup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when I do makeup jobs, I always wear black. Plus, I'm much more attracted to black. So I noticed I had a lot of black. But then, even though my sundresses, that's where I bring them in the color, they all had blue in them, though. So everything was, like, black and blue. <laughs> it pops a color here and there, but it was just like, wow, there's a trend there. <laughs> even with lipstick. Yeah. What is this with me and purple and red lipstick and pink lipstick those are like the same lipsticks that i tend to it's buy over love. and over and over yeah. like why do i keep buying the same color lipstick yeah do you find you do the same thing i generally am a neutral lip girl um sundays maybe i'll give a pop of color to my lips but i don't wear um color on my lips every day i'm just more comfortable i think i look um, pulled together with I don't look as dramatic if that's <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, you so yeah every day I'm a neutral lip girl oh okay now you know what's interesting I used to be afraid of lipstick um, I really did I was just afraid to wear bright colors on my lips and I've been like really pushing the envelope the last you know few years but I remember there was a time where I was just lip gloss that was it yeah, yeah. so now um, I usually do still do lip gloss but if I'm going out or putting my makeup on or making a statement, then I do a bold lip or something. So I probably do it more than once a week, but I st- I'm still the neutral girl, too, honestly. Yeah. Within, yeah. you know, deep within, right. that's, I'm still right. the neutral right. girl. Because right. I, I, I barely even do a whole lot of eyeshadow anymore. I, <laughs> I don't really do eyeshadow for myself yeah. on a daily basis. Me neither anymore. It's, to me, it's a whole lot. Just give me my eyeliner and mascara. Yeah, I noticed that about you, too. I've gotten to that point. I used to do, like, all these different colors, but I don't just kind of keep it, you know. So I have these signature questions that I ask every interview. So I'm going to ask you. So how do you define success? Doing what you love. Awesome. Doing what you love. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what's your favorite business tool that you like to use operating in your business? I need my planner. Awesome. <laughs> I need my planner. I have to write down every single thing. I'm not one of these people that can keep all of this stuff in my phone. I Every five seconds, I lose my phone. My planner stays with me at all times, and so that's a good way for me to stay on time, have the right days. <laughs> um, so that's a good business tool. And also, um, social media has been wonderful. Um, I just got up my website, my new website, last summer. But all of this time, I had been doing really well because of social media Mm -hmm. and so I was like I don't need a website I don't need a website and then so when I started getting a couple more high profile things going I'm like okay I need I need a simple website but social media and my planner 
Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Social media <laughs> plan. Now we're just opposite. I I have planners and I like I write I journal. Okay, so sometimes when I'm going through things, I'm thinking about things. I have creative thoughts. I journal. But for me to stay on task, I just use, I have all these apps that I use for that. There's an app for that. <laughs> There's a note for that. But I do keep it. And I have yeah. my calendar reminders and my notifications. But, yeah, but everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's cool. So, let me ask you, you say you're old school, do you like a physical book or an audio book? Now that is interesting. Lately, I my attention span mm-hmm. is not the best. So sitting somewhere reading a novel or an <laughs> autobiography, whatever, I can't focus. Me neither. My focus, I don't know, I can't. A magazine, I can flip through, I can read that. And probably because like it's colorful yeah. and there are different things in there. But a book, give me an audio book. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. You know, I was listening to something. I, I do so many podcasts, audiobooks, but they were saying that actually, if you go back to, you know, early man, that we weren't created to just sit there and read like that. Like how, how we teach to how the kids are in school and how they say we actually weren't, we were created to work and be I agree. active and do yeah. things. Yeah, they say yeah. we weren't creative to create to do that and it's interesting because I've read books where I've actually just read the book and I've done my audio books right and I could tell you more about some of the audio books I've completed there's some of the books I sat there and read yeah so I retain more because like I'm always you know how you like sometimes I take walks I'm trying to walk more especially since the weather's warm so I get out real early because I can't do it in that heat yeah but I'll get out early, take a walk in a park, and I can just listen to my audio book and take in some content. I'm always taking my daughter somewhere, run, making a run yes. here, making a run there. I can listen to the audio then. Yeah. Or if I'm waiting for her on one of her rehearsals or something, I can listen to it then. So I have, like, when I have my downtime and I'm not working on working, I can actually just listen to the book and consume more content. I've been finishing yeah. way more books than I've ever finished doing it that way. So talking about books... It, tell me either your favorite book or one that you're reading right now. Mm, that's a good question. Um, what I just finished was Michelle Obama's book. When I say just, I mean just. And I've had this book, but it <laughs> okay. wasn't on audio. So it's taking me okay. from, it's taking me months mm-hmm. to finish this book. So um, that's what I, I just finished. Okay. <laughs> and is I'm the, a Michelle, Michelle Obama lover. So. Is that one of your favorites right See, now? It, I mean, it has to be because I haven't read anything else. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so Becoming is, yeah, your book it, then. It, yeah. yeah. I think everybody, it's still on the bestseller list on Audible. I believe it you. is. It's still I on the bestseller you. list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. And um, so... What is the best business advice you've ever received? The best business advice I've received? um, Stay true to yourself. Yep. Stay true to yourself. Uh, You will, you, you can easily get distracted by people in your industry doing marvelous things. Sometimes it's not your time. Sometimes it's not for you. So... Stay true to who you are. Live out your 
passion through the things that you do, um, you can get your inspiration from people, but trying to do the same thing the same way will never work. Yep. And that's some advice that I'm taking because I really had to, I'm I'm recently learning that just really, I I guess I always thought I was true to myself, but when Mm -hmm. I really looked at it, I wasn't, Mm -hmm. I wasn't being true to Mm -hmm. me. And that's why I was unhappy. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure to me. So that's some great, that's some great yeah. advice. Yeah. So, you you do many things. You wear many hats. Tell us like where we can find you on social media. We need the website. We need all the whole night. How to find Denitra Gregory? Um, Google works really well. <laughs> <laughs> but my website is www.unforgettableullc.com. Uh, us uh, so all social media platforms, um, Unforgettable ULLC on Facebook, and then I don't have um, a business Instagram, and I have a, I have a belief behind that. So my Instagram is un the the number four g e t t a b l e u y o u Unforgettable U um, on Instagram. I am not that active on Twitter anymore. And not that active on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. But I, well, I'll tell people this about Instagram. A lot of people, like, have their separate pages. Number one, that's too much work for me. And number two, people like to see your whole lifestyle, I feel like. So I post everything from personal stuff to business stuff. People like that combination of, of who you are. And again, I just don't have time to manage all of those pages. <laughs> now you know that's another thing, Denitra. You know she's unique and she's definitely outside the box because all the marketing experts say that for your business it needs to be business, and for your personal it needs to be personal, and you shouldn't put all your. You know, I, and I always, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to say that's wrong or what's wrong or what's right because I don't know. It's just, but it is a lot to keep up with because yeah. I have several pages. And I'm not as active as I would like when I'm like in, you know, I do the Detroit Business Beauty Expo. When I'm doing that, I'm very, very active on the expo, but yes. I'm not really as active on my yeah. other pages. So it's yeah. hard to keep up yeah. with all of that. I just say, you know, do what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, my brand, my business mostly is about um, lifestyle whether that's wardrobe, whether that's beauty, whether, and I just find that what works for me is people like to see it all. And I don't, I, I don't feel the need at this time to separate it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And that, and that's another part of being true to who you are. That's right. <laughs> so did you have, so it's been a great conversation with you today. Do you have anything else you want to share with us today? Um, yeah, just, as we've worked together before, I like to, number one, I like to empower women to, to get up every morning and be happy that they're doing something that they love. So that's my life mission, whether it's through my work or through the books that I may write, is to inspire women to do what they love. And I think that that's where you are your true self. That's where you're the happiest. That's where you get things done. And then to also appreciate the journey in which God has given you. Um, that's in life, in business. <laughs> it applies to all segments of life. So I would just say, 
you know, stay true to who you are, appreciate your journey, and then also um, don't let people tell you what you can't do. I don't like uh, to be stuck in a box. I don't like for people to tell me because I'm in this particular industry that I should be doing this. I believe that God connects all things together, you know, in your life. So open up, create, ask God to open up your creativity for you to be downloaded with certain things um, and just not to be stuck in a box, you know? Um, get creative about things you're doing and 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 love it. And that's that's all I guess I'll leave with saying. I love it because you only live one life and life is too short. So it is. Yep, just it do really it, yep. Is. And I'm all about that. So just I absolutely agree. I thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And I just wish you the best of luck in all your endeavors. Thank you. You're welcome. So, guys, that's it for today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and we're out. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bb networkpodcast at gmail.com you can also connect with me on instagram at i am brandy taylor and at exquisite looks we're also on facebook and twitter at exquisite looks and you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com i really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon remember that all things are possible if you only believe stay great